0: T's and C's apply, New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005
1: 40th anniversary edition of the iconic Coast to Coast takes place this Saturday albeit during a reduced format. Now, a man who knows uh, what it takes to win the gruelling multi-sport event is Dougal Allen who's won uh, the one day event in 2019 and last year as well as winning the two day event uh, back in 2008. Uh, Dougal thank you very much for your time this morning uh, how many how many coast-to-coast uh, uh, coast have you actually been involved in?
0: Yeah, oh, this will be my 10th time as an athlete. And uh, I sort of uh, did my first race in 2008. So it's been a big chunk of my life, for uh, the best part of, yeah, more than a decade really. So it's, um, yeah, it's, it's a pleasure to be involved again. And obviously with, with the uncertainty surrounding this year's event in particular, and it being the 40th anniversary, I'm just pleased that the guys have been able to get it across the line.
1: Yeah, it is. Uh, you'll be absolutely thrilled about that, but not just uh, not just for the sake of the fact that all, uh, if it doesn't, all the training goes to waste a wee bit, but uh, as you say, it's the 40th anniversary. It's a special one.
0: Yeah, it is. It's amazing to think there's not too many events of any kind in New Zealand. Certainly not endurance races like Coast to Coast that have that sort of history. So um, there's been some incredible names attached to the event over the years, not just the elite athletes that have come and won the race, but even the likes of Richie McCaw, who's been involved in it in recent years. And most Kiwis know about it, and a lot of Kiwis um, want to do it or have done it. So it's in our DNA, I think, as Kiwis. And and to see the 40th anniversary roll around is um, pretty special, really, eh?
1: It is. Uh, Dougal, it is. Um, And I I just wonder how, though, Uh, people that know the race well, how will they find it differs this year uh, in terms of its its format, its makeup?
0: Well, part of that's a wait-and-see game right now, because we've got a hell of a lot of weather coming through tonight and into tomorrow, which, the very nature of the coast-to-coast coast course being through the mountains and on the rivers of the South Island, it's um, subject to nature, and <laughs> right now nature's having its say, so they do have a plan B and even a plan C course, so... Right now, it could look and feel very different to previous years, not just uh, because of the COVID changes, but also because the course itself may have to adjust around weather patterns. But, um, yeah, as I say, we'll we'll wait and see what actually comes of it. But multi-sport and adventure racing, as we call it, is... by its very nature, a game of adapting and, and rolling with the punches. So I think you'll you'll find that the athletes and the event management will, will sort of take it in their stride. It'll be a little bit stressful at times having to change things last minute, but that's sort of what we're all about in this sport. Well, if they change
1: it, it'll probably uh, go down from the format that we've been given, uh, Dougal, which is uh, around about 11 hours. So that's uh, beginning with a 3K run, 55K cycle, 30.5k mountain run good god i'm tired uh, then another 15k cycle a 70 kilometer kayak and finally a 70 kilometer cycle so they say for the you know 11 hours uh, at, but as, a, as you've just pointed out that changes with uh, the conditions the you know the the water and the and the rivers etc like that the slippery nature of the course so you don't know yet but at the moment that is probably about what you're expecting
0: Yeah, I'd say there's probably easier ways to get from the West Coast across to Christchurch, eh? But, um, yeah, that's what we choose to do. And those of us like myself with a short attention span, it's quite nice having different sports to look forward to because whatever I'm doing at the time, I'm generally looking forward to changing to something else. And, um, yeah, it's amazing how when you break something down into smaller parts like that, uh, yeah, before you know it, you've woken up in bed on on the West Coast and you're going to bed um, over in Christchurch, uh, the sum of all parts, I guess you say. So it's a bit of a logistical um, challenge for support crews and things because every athlete has a support crew that follows them through the transitions and sort of sets their gear up for them. Um, but as I say, doing 10 of these, this will be my 10th. Um, looking back, it was never a case of being overwhelmed by the entirety of the task at hand. It's just always been a case of dealing with the the present situation doing your best with that and then moving on to the next thing and as I say before you know it 11 hours is gone.
1: So you hold the the record for the fastest finish in cycling which is quite incredible. Uh, Is that your strength cycling? Is the bike your your strength or uh, or are you just uh, basically to you know to win this event you can't be too weak at anything I'd imagine Are you an all-rounder you focus on everything equally?
0: Yeah I suppose so. Cycling was my strength for a long time. Kayaking sort of then became my strength more in recent years but Because my ambition was always to try and win the coast to coast, I knew I had to basically be pretty classy at all three. So um, there's areas of weakness still, and and elite athletes will always be looking for ways to be better and faster and stronger and smarter and those sorts of things. So I certainly wouldn't call myself the complete package, but um, I'd like to think there's no glaring opportunities for my competition to pounce because I'd like to think I've got my bases covered in most parts of that course.
1: Mentally, um, how, how big is the coast-to-coast coast, uh, mentally uh, throughout the event? I mean, how many times, for instance, might you hit the traditional wall as they do in the marathon from time to time?
0: Yeah, definitely. I think the mental aspect, uh, now more than ever, really, having all this uncertainty leading into the race um, is going to be huge, um, not just for those of us trying to win the race, but for anyone trying to get across that course on the day. Uh, the fact is, when you're doing 11, 12, some of them up to sort of 17 hours of continuous racing, you're just going to, there's no way you're going to have a smooth path, you know. It's not going to go to plan, and you're going to have a lot of opportunities to give up, I call them, Um, moments where you really question why you're doing it. And um, it it can be very easy to to pull out in those moments when, when you know how much you've still got to navigate to get to the finish line. So mentally, you're going to have to be really attached to why you're there in the first place. And um, and through perseverance, most people will get to the end, but certainly not everyone. And every year we see 10, 15, up to 20% of athletes not make it to the end. So it's something I never take for granted. And, and the mental aspect is usually the, the make or break for me.
1: What drives you then, Dougal? I mean, I'm not just talking about event day. I, I imagine... Uh, there's a fair amount of d- adrenaline that gets you up and ready on race day but what about training days?
0: I think it's it's all the same to me like training and racing the big driver for me is just a curiosity about what I can do and I just live for those moments where where I'm forced to ask myself some really really big questions and they're questions that people will never ask themselves if they lean towards comfort every day and in this day and age, comfort's everywhere. It's accessible wherever we look. Technology's available to help make things easier for us. And I just, I've always believed that's not in our DNA. We're hunter gatherers, and, and discomfort is how we've um, found our way through life. So that, that's what I live for, to be honest, is, um, and it's my why. Is, um, I want to ask myself the big questions because I want to know if I've got the answers when it really counts. And I certainly won't always have the answers, but uh, the more I expose myself to those moments, I think the more empowering um, my life becomes and it it enriches me. So without getting too deep and meaningful, that's sort of really what drives me both in training and on race day.
1: So outside of the coast to coast, uh, what other endurance uh, multi-sport events uh, do you compete on? I mean, how... You sound like you want to be challenged. You sound like you, you know, pretty much every day of your life you want to be challenged in some capacity. So what else do you compete in as such?
0: Well, in my sort of 15, 16 years of being an elite athlete, I've I've done Ironman triathlon races around the world, had some had some successes as a professional Ironman athlete. Wasn't always sort of my real passion being on the road and in sort of more urban environments, I really like getting wild and remote. So I've done adventure racing, which is sort of the team format in different parts of the world. I'm doing this year's God's Own Adventure Race, which for those that don't know is sort of a five to six day non multi-sport event in teams of four through the South Island of New Zealand. Um, and then multi-sport, which is more that individual format, which is what the coast-to-coast is. So I guess when I sort of put it all together, I've probably um, trained and competed to a competitive level in about eight or nine different sports, and... Yeah, I don't want people to think I'm some sort of robot that doesn't feel pain because, uh, yeah, I, I get it wrong a lot and I have given up and, and not finished events in the past as well. So I'm, I'm only human. But as I say, I, I thrive on, on those opportunities to either give up or, or push on.
1: Apart from the course itself, uh, looking at the field for this year's Coast to Coast, uh, who are your rivals? Who, the, who are the guys uh, you're perhaps looking out for the most?
0: Yeah, well, what I love about the coast-to-coast Coast and the elite races, is they're people that most Kiwis probably don't ever hear about, but if you um, follow them on race day, you'll you'll soon know that these are really, really classy people, really classy athletes, usually balancing full-time jobs and families and things. But just for, for a few names for people to follow, Sam Manson has come second a few times, and he his full-time job is actually guiding people through that course, so he knows every nook and cranny. So Sam Manson couple of other Christchurch guys, Sam Goodall and Ryan Kisanowski, and then a North Islander from up in Te Pukie, a guy called Bobby Dean, who's a really, really strong runner. So I think between the five of us, that's sort of your your contenders for the podium.
1: So can I ask you um, the camaraderie? I mean, very competitive, very physically taxing. Uh, and, I, I, you know, when you finish it at the head of the pack, uh, it's forever like, uh, the rest of the group kind of get there, you know, the, the the lesser performed athletes. So do you hang around? I mean, what's the camaraderie like?
0: Yeah, oh, I think in this sport it's huge because none of us are doing it for fame or fortune. It's certainly not a, a a mainstream sport with professional opportunities like other sports. So we really do do it for the love. And and for me personally, the. The people in the community involved in the sport is pretty much the biggest attraction. So, you know, those those guys I've just mentioned, I consider them all really mm-hmm. good mates. Sam Manson, my my biggest rival, he and I are actually teammates for the God zone a few weeks later. So that probably gives you a bit of an idea of how that kind of dynamic happens between athletes in the sport. It's um, it's also a mutual respect thing. You know, I, like, I, I arrive at the start line knowing just how much I've invested in the last six months to be there. And, and I look around and I see guys that have done the same thing. And as I say, a lot of them have families and businesses and run farms and those sorts of things. So there's huge respect between us. But I mean, don't get me wrong, when, when the gun goes, we're out to um, throw as many punches at each other as we can.
1: Dougal, so, uh, I mean, it's such an individual sport. It's such a unique sport as such. Uh, who who have uh, do you have role models? I mean, who, who have you looked up to um, in this type of uh, of event, this this gut busting thing that absolutely stretches every bit of your emotion and your physicality?
0: Uh, have you had role models as such? Yeah, I don't I don't have huge role models within the sport, perhaps as such, but with the coast to coast, I have long admired guys like Steve Gurney and Richard Usher who have won it multiple times in the past. I'm actually coached by Gordon Walker who won it three times but listeners will probably know Gordon Walker more as the coach of Lisa Carrington and now Halberg coach of the decade so he's been a huge influence on me and I I really um, feel privileged to be under his tutelage but um, outside of that you know role models in my life are people like my dad and um, I really admire my wife for the Way she sort of demonstrates her own kind of ability to chase her own passions and different avenues so yeah uh, influences come from all angles but yeah, the, the sport itself, coast to coast um, and multi-sport has a long list of um, very, you know, Kiwis that have done some pretty amazing things both in this race in New Zealand but also around the world and in the adventure racing world you go across to other parts of um, the world and they all know about the Kiwis because it's, it's a sport we've always been world class at
1: Dougal, it's been an absolute uh, pleasure talking to you. Um, I'm so looking forward to the event, probably um, not as much as you because uh, uh, it's your thing uh, but I, I certainly now, having found out a lot more about it and the people involved will take a lot of interest in what happens uh, this weekend. Let's hope nah, Mother Nature is kind to you, you get the conditions that will test you but you'll uh, uh, you'll enjoy as well. So, uh, good luck. Uh, good luck on, on getting a, another title and thanks for your time. It's been very enlightening.
0: Thanks, Matthew. I appreciate it.